morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's announcements. The announcements for the week of July the 18th, 2021. Let's go ahead and get started with the first announcement on personal use company cars. I want to remind everyone that's uh, as stated in the company car policy and the IHBS team member handbook. With the employee's request and the approval of IHBS management, an employee may keep a car, if needed, during regular time off or paid time off. Trips beyond 500 miles one way, but not to exceed 1,000 miles one way, are prohibited unless approval has been given by management and human resources. If an employee travels under these circumstances or uses a company car for any personal use, the employee will be responsible for fuel costs beyond 500 miles of their home address. Personal payments for fuel should reduce the amount of taxed, which is based on miles driven. Report personal use fuel purchased on the monthly company car report. Remember that trips beyond 500 miles are regulated as indicated below and team member anniversary year shall be determined time frame. If you have chosen personal use and pay for a company car and you have less than one year of service with the IHBS, you're allowed one trip allowed beyond 500 miles one way. If you're one year of service with, two, with IHBS, you have two trips allowed beyond 500 miles one way. If you've been with IHBS between two and five years, you have three trips that are allowed beyond 500 miles one way. And if you've been with IHBS for six years of service or longer, you're allowed four trips uh, annually in your anniversary year beyond 500 miles one way. Trips beyond 1,000 miles one way are strictly prohibited and will not be approved. Formal request to use your personal use company car beyond, beyond 500 miles one way during PTO or regular days off must be sent to hr at ihbs.us and you'll get a response. Failure to comply with this policy as indicated above may result in the loss of the company car personal use benefits. Remember, that's for those of you who have chosen personal use company cars and make regular payments on your car. Uh, trips beyond 500 miles one way need to be approved. And anytime you travel beyond 500 miles when, with approval, you are responsible for fuel purchases at that point. Some summer driving tips. Many drivers are happy to trade scraping windshields and snowy roads for spring showers and longer days. The spring season rolls right into the carefree days of summer. As carefree as this new season may seem, it's important to keep risk management tips as an important focus for you and your business. Here are a new list of summer driving tips we hope you find help helpful. Be on the lookout for hail. You may normally think hail comes in winter, but hailstorms are common in the summer when warm and cool air meet and produce powerful storms. Small hailstones can shatter windshields and the ice balls can accumulate suddenly on roadways. Caution is especially needed in the hail bale states of Wyoming, Colorado, Kansas, and Missouri. When possible, find cover parking to keep your vehicle from being an easy target. And if you have damaged your windshield, make sure you call your fleet provider to take care of the damage before it causes greater safety concerns. Knowing the hazards of summer rains. Rainy days make roads slippery and can lead to longer uh, braking time or hydroplaning. Even gentle showers can make for significant road hazards. The Federal Highway Administration cited rain and wet pavement as a cause of 46% and 73% of weather-related accidents, respectively, from 2005 to 2014. Make sure tires and brakes are checked for proper wear and tear. Control your speed and give yourself extra time to stop in order to reduce risk. It's been announced several times throughout the spring, but watch out for standing water. Even when the sun returns, water can continue to pose a risk of damage or injury. Flash flooding is common minutes or hours after heavy rain. Drivers need to be careful 
to never drive into standing water. Fast-moving water can wash out roads and bridges, sweep away cars, and cause injury or death. Review the weather prior to making your trips and plan for approaching poor weather conditions. And again, don't ever try to drive through standing water. Watching out for new potholes. Once we have the winter time and the cold weather, once things warm up, and the wear and tear of ice and snow plows causes a lot of potholes. So be aware when you're driving down the roads of any new potholes that can be created. It can cause a lot of damage, of course. If you have any damage, remember to reach out to Melissa Hux or Bill Strange. We can get those things taken care of. Avoiding tire blowout dangers. On a similar note, hot weather, expanding air, and warm rubber can lead to unexpected blowout of your tire. Sudden temperature spikes are particular hazardous. Always check your tires for proper inflation and condition. Replace tires with uneven or excessive tread or wear to avoid, to avoid a problem. Again, if you have a company car, if you notice anything, reach out to Bill Strange or Melissa Hux, and we can help you through those things. Be ready for increased animal activity. Animals love the return of warmer seasons as much as people. Heightened activity near streets and roadways is common for deer and other wildlife. Watch for animals near woodlands, hills, culverts, and bodies of water. Keep your eyes focused on the road in front of you and around so you are aware of if an animal is possibly going to dart in front of you. Whenever possible, avoid aggressive swerving and work to keep your vehicle under control. So no, don't, don't try to... Don't try to veer hard. Damage to your vehicle from an animal is often greater than it may appear, so call the claims team immediately to, to help if your loss were to occur. Prepare for return of cyclists and motorcyclists. Warmer conditions and longer days also signal the return of cyclists and motorcyclists to streets and roadways. Whether for recreation or transportation, bicycles and motorcycles can present a hazard for drivers turning, parking, and opening doors. Share the road and check your mirrors and blind spots to avoid coming in contact unexpectedly with someone else on the roadway. As always, slowing down in construction zones. Fines are increased if speeding through these uh, through uh, construction zones, so please, when you're seeing indications with light, lights on the road or any types of signage that you are slowing down in the event of any construction workers present. Of course, preparing for more traffic in the summertime is always common. People, a lot more people are out there traveling. So again, increasing your and distances that you're following, driving proper speeds and posted speed limits is very important. Uh, more traffic typically leads to uh, more accidents and more wrecks, so please be very cautious, drive defensively, increase your following distance, and be aware of your surroundings. The Maintenance Department Help Request. The Maintenance Department wants to hear from you. If you know of an issue in your region that involves the office building, supplies for your office, car seats, or the company vehicles, which include the cars and the vans, please let the Maintenance Department know. One of the simplest ways to do so is the Maintenance Help Request on Casewind. From the Casewind homepage, choose Resources, which has a pencil icon. In the resources near the bottom, choose Maintenance Request, which is a wrench icon. All you have to do is then choose your category and your office location and type in your request. An email will be been generated and sent to all staff in the maintenance department. We encourage you to report maintenance issues. We can't fix it if we don't know it's broken. So again, you can do the maintenance help request or please reach out to Bill Strange or Ed Quinlan to report any type of issues. You can also reach out to Jeff Fox to report any issues in any of your offices. Community visit locations. Please review locations that are unapproved for supervised visits with your staff, which include uh, the Bedford Library for you Region 13 folks, the Commons Mall in Region 14, the Central Library in Evansville, and so on. A more complete list can be found in the Field Staff Practice Guide on page 148. 
The field staff practice guide also states if a community visit is being considered, you must complete the approval for community visit form, which is Appendix-05, and have it approved by your team leader. This applies to every community visit location, even if the referral source has approved community visits. Both of these reminders would be great topics for group staffings, regional meetings, etc. So again, if you're considering a community visit for any type of visitation, make sure you're talking to your supervisor first to make sure the DCS is on board. But as an agency, we have to make sure that we deem the location safe as well. This is a repeat, but the subpoena policy, we can use emails from the FCM or the DCS attorney with workers and client names, date and time in order to appear in court. But of course, a subpoena is always preferred. We must always have a subpoena for private attorneys. Emails will not be accepted as a reason to appear. You can always contact Margie Fox. It's the office number 812-479-1856, extension 354. If you have any questions, you can always email Margie at mfox at ihbs.us when it comes to your appearance in court. Make sure you're reaching out to Margie, your supervisor, uh, before you appear uh, without a subpoena. Reminder everyone that we have the revised team member handbook. It was due for everyone to sign off on um, by July 16th. It's right on the front page of KSWIN. So if you haven't signed it yet, it's right there when you log into KSWIN. It's on the front page. All you have to do is scroll down to the bottom of that announcement and click on the link and it'll uh, give you the opportunity to sign electronically and also read it. I encourage everyone to read the, the, the employee handbook at least annually uh, for any changes. Um, Email was sent out on July 1st with all those changes that were uh, listed for this uh, this year's handbook. So please make sure you're doing that. But if you have not uh, signed off on the handbook yet, you need to do so. Again, you can do that by going to the front page of Case Wind, and you scroll to the bottom of the announcement for the new team member handbook, and you'll have a link that will take you to the electronic signature page. Reminder that Tuesday, July 27th, Region 17. It's going to have TB testing at the Ferdinand office on Tuesday again, the 27th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central. And if you haven't had a TB test in the past six month, months, you must be present. You'll then be asked to return Memorial Health Services in Jasper on Thursday the 29th after 9 a.m. Eastern or Friday the July 30th before 9 a.m. Eastern. If you have questions about anything to do with TB test, make sure you reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury in the HR department. She'll guide you through that process. Both Regions 15 and Regions 13, it's time for you to get TB tests as well. Region 15, you must schedule that in office. That we, um, at a local office that will do that for you. If you need uh, locations, reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury and she can guide you where to go. But typically, you can get this completed where you got your pre-employment drug screen done. And if you can't remember, reach out to Elizabeth and she'll help to find you the location for that. Region 13, you can go to IU Health Services on 3rd Street. And you can all, or also go to the IU Health Occupational Medicine in Bedford on 16th Street. Again, everyone that hasn't had a TB within the past six months in regions 17, 15, and 13 are required to do so at this time. Reminder that uh, for those who are fully vaccinated, no longer have to wear masks uh, in the office when you're moving about or when you're with people gathering in a room. If you haven't uh, become vaccinated yet or choosing not to become vaccinated, masks are still required in all locations as they were before. Reminders for everyone, uh, newer staff included, that we do have the COVID-19 vaccination incentive information, so we make sure you want uh, to get vaccinated. Um, we're encouraging everyone to get vaccinated. There is a new Delta variant 
that is present. Uh, it is presenting a lot of hospitalizations for a majority of people who have not chosen to get vaccinated yet. So we're still encouraging you to get vaccinated. And if you do so, we're going to provide you with two hours of pay at your PTO rate or an equivalent if you're salaried. So again, if you uh, haven't yet, have you made the decision not yet to get vaccinated but want to, you will receive um, two hours of pay as an incentive for doing so. Once you've received your second shot from Moderna or Pfizer, or if you get the Johnson & Johnson, it's just a one shot. But once you've completed a full dose of COVID-19 vaccine, please take a picture of your vaccination record card and you can text it or email it to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury. Or you can also forward the email that you received from the Indiana Department of Health that indicates you're fully vaccinated. You can also forward that to the Human Resources Department, hr at ihbs.us. Or again, you can send those to Gary or Elizabeth. So again, we're encouraging everyone to continue um, to get the vaccine. But in addition, we still encourage everyone uh, to be very aware of your surroundings, social distance when possible, continue to not come to work when you're ill or sick. If you have a chronic cough or sneeze, please make sure you're doing so into a tissue or away from other people. Make sure you're cleaning frequently used surfaces and sanitizing them. And please make sure we're still using good hand hygiene and washing your hands. It's still proven that still a lot of things are passed from uh, touching things and then touching your face or your mouth. But also this particular uh, Delta variant of the COVID-19, it's also being cast obviously through a lot of air particles. So the closer you are to people or if you're coughing in the open or not covering up, that's also preventing, making sure and it's uh, not preventing uh, this being passed around. So we want to we want to uh, squash this thing. Unfortunately, things are starting to pick up a little bit with it, so we got to get back to um, doing the safe things that we know that are working. All right, to finish up here, guys, we're going to talk about, again, our parent cafe. We have the Recovery Community Cafes. All of our parent cafes are done virtually through Zoom. we got uh, the Recovery Community Cafe for August upcoming. We have one August 5th from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 to 8 Eastern. There's also another offering Tuesday, August the 17th from 8.30 to 10 Central or 9.30 to 11 Eastern with the topic being understanding your triggers. And again, the Recovery Community Cafe is an opportunity for people in all stages of the recovery journey and those who support them to connect with, to connect with community and build strategies for success. It's a big help here, guys. It's a really awesome resource. Uh, pass this along to people who need it. If you have questions, please contact either Amanda Colvin at 812-583-1480 or Deb Cooper at 812-483-8369. We also have parent cafes coming up. Next offering is going to be, and the final offering for is July 29th, which is called Taking Care of Yourself. Last offering is July 29th from 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. Eastern time. If you have any questions about any parent cafes, you can always reach out to Ashley Beeler at 812-929-0549 or reach out at abeeler at ihbs.us. And again, for a full list of uh, events coming up for Parent Cafe and other resources relating to Parent Cafe, you're able to go to Facebook, and go to and search for at IHBS Parent Cafe. All right, guys, have a great week. Be safe out there. Keep taking care of kids and families. We appreciate everything you all do. Take care.